Hey everyone, what's up, what's up, what's up? Love here from Be Real With Love podcast. Now, before I forget, guys, I wanted to let you know again, in my last episode, I did I did mention it, but just to make sure, we are here every Tuesday now. So we're no longer here on Sundays. We have changed our date to every Tuesday. So for those of you who are new and just joined in with Be Real With Love, we're here every Tuesday. Okay, I'm really um, proud to share this next episode with you. So hang with me and um, I'm getting a little personal with this episode. Okay, thank you for being here. everyone. How are you today? My name is Lav and thank you for joining Be Real with Lav podcast. I'm your host and tonight's episode is about my special someone and I bet what you all are thinking, right? (laughs) My special someone, my grandson and this is very personal to me um, doing this episode because I know a lot of Mothers, grandparents, fathers, grandfathers, um, if your aunt or uncle out there has a child or grandchild, niece, nephew that has either ADHD, seizures, or defiant behavior disorder. And uh, this is, it's not an easy thing. So I have a a grandson and um, he has ADHD. He does, suffers from seizures. It's not as often as it used to be when he was little, when he was younger, and he has a defiant um, behavior disorder. I just wanted to share and, and to talk to you all for those parents that have a, a child or a grandchild, grandparents that have, you know has a grandchild that has um, one or all of these that their child has been diagnosed with. But the other ones like um, autism where the child doesn't speak and stuff like that, I can't really speak on that just because I have not experienced that. I've experienced this one with the ADHD, the seizure, seizures and the behavior. Thank you for joining me. Um, it's, it's a beautiful thing when we all can join together and talk about um, our own experiences. The best lessons learned and, and to know things is going through it, um, having the experience of going through it. Right. So thank you. And if you can just um, hang with me tonight and just let's talk and and listen to the experiences that I've had. And, um, you know, hopefully it will encourage uh, someone, a parent, a grandparent, you know, just to, to, to motivate and inspire. All right, guys. Well, let's talk about the symptoms with the, um, ADHD or ODD, they call it. The defined uh, behavior disorder is called ODD. ODD is uh, called oppositional defiant um, disorder. Some of the symptoms for this behavior, um, which we have we have experienced, is um, temper tantrums, 
He argues with adults. He has no fear of arguing with adults, you know, um, preferably the teachers or or the daycare. Um, refusing to do what he's asked to do, you know, following rules. He struggles with that um, and doing things to annoy or upset others, including adults, right? So those are just some of the behaviors that we have seen, we've experienced it. And so it's not really easy, you know, being into a classroom, of course, he's placed in, in a smaller classroom setting, but it's also very difficult, uh, not only for the parents, but also for, you know, the teachers that are trying, but it's a struggle because they have other children in the classroom to pay attention to. And, you know, you as a parent or a grandparent, you know, or an aunt, you know, you feel bad because um, with, with uh, my grandson, it's all from the brain. So that's why he has the seizures. He's such a, he is a smart little boy in his own way, you know. You give him something um, like, for example, on the computer or the iPad, and he can just, he knows his way and he likes to fix things and uses his hands. And he's just very, very um, smart in his own way. But um, because of the seizures, it affects him in terms of his reasoning, his cognitive, his reasoning. Um trying to understand why. So if I say, no, you cannot go over there, um, he, ha- he wants to know why. Even if you give him a reason why, he's still, he's still wondering in his own little mind, but I still want to go over there. Or you say, don't pick that up. You know, he still feels that he has the need, that he has to pick, he has to pick up whatever he's not supposed to pick up, or he has to walk over there, even though he was told he's not allowed. It's like his brain is telling him he needs to find out what's over there. So how do we handle it in terms of our parenting and me as a grandmother? Well, you know, he's first, he's a child. And secondly, it's not really the parents' fault. You know, I tell my son that all the time, that it's not their fault. Um... You just have to educate yourself in it and give him, he's taking therapy. So he gets therapy and all that. And, um, you know, we're watching to see whatever progress he makes. Sometimes you get referred to somewhere and you're not happy with how things are going because some of the places, some people to them, it's a, it's just a job and you have some that they're passionate about what they're doing. So we always like to see, you know, um, read up on this place. We even read like reviews and everything. We go in person to see because in currently we're looking for um, a more deeper uh, treatment for him, therapy, right? Um, especially in regards to his behavior. So um, it, it's not an easy thing to deal with. and. That's why when we see his behavior, when he has a temper tantrum and he lashes out, first thing, me as a grandmother, I, I ask him, what, what's wrong? What happened? Or why are you behaving like that? And, you know, they give their little explanations that, oh, the, the teacher was bothering me or that child was bothering me or she won't let me go over there to play over on that side. 
And even though he's not allowed, he'll say to me, but why? I said, because you're not allowed. That's the rule. So taking the time to explain, right? And showing him, you know, how you're calm and how you speak and how you're talking to him in a more calm, respectful way helps them to kind of realize that, okay, you know, how they're behaving, it helps to calm them down, right? We always encourage him to apologize, to apologize to the teacher or, you know, apologize to his little brother, right? When sometimes, you know, siblings, they don't get along and all they fight because something's going on. They were watching that first or they had this toy first. So we always encourage that. It's a form of respect and trying to let him understand that he doesn't get to take away that toy or he doesn't get to go into that person's space unless he's invited. Right. So these are some of the things. And for those mothers and if you're a grandparent out there, I'm sure you understand what I am talking about in terms of the behavior part of it. Right. Now, with the ADHD, you know, it's uh, his attention span is short. Have you ever had where you're having a conversation and you left your little girl, little boy at the table, he's doing something or he's eating and you're having a conversation and they leave whatever they're doing and come right over to you because they want to involve themselves in it. Or you're on the phone and they were doing their little homework or they were eating supper and they stop and they have to come over to you to see who are you talking to. You know, I, any parent that has a child with ADHD must have experienced this, you know, and, and, and other little things that distracts them a lot. Their attention span is short, right? And um, it's, it's something that has to be controlled. Because the ADHD, um, we say, we used to say it, it, it means his or her attention span is short. But it stands for the Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. It's a, it's a Tension Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder. Yeah, that's, that's the, correct, um, the correct meaning of that. And, you know, you can inherit it through genes from parents, right? But their symptoms, as I was saying earlier, if you're on the phone um, and if they're doing something, they have to come over and see what, who you're talking to you know, interrupting conversation, um, unable to wait their turn, right? Unable to sit still. These are all some of the signs of a child with ADHD. A routine. A routine is very important and his parents have him on a, a good routine. Sometimes it's challenging because there are times when he doesn't want to go to bed yet, you know, um, and it's your bedtime. So they have a chart on the fridge with little chores and like helping dad take out the, the green bin um, or putting stuff in the recycling or helping to load the dishwasher or did you make your bed, stuff like that. And you give them a little star. So he has, you know, something in place in terms of rewarding him when he's doing his, uh, when he needs to do his little chores and that, that will help to keep him focused. Um, which is a, it's, it's a good way of helping them to grow and to, to learn about their own little responsibilities. His little brother needs to clean up his toys in his room and, and stuff like that. 
So for those of you out there, how do you handle if you have a child that has ADHD or ODD? Leave me some comments of how you handle it. You know, leave us some ideas that you do with your child or grandchild in order to keep them on a routine or to help to keep them focused. You know, what are some of the therapy that they're getting, you know, to, um, to help them to improve? You can, you can uh, make your comment, send us a comments on berealwithlove.com. That's our website. And, um, you know, just, just uh, share with us what you do. Like I said, you know, this is, this is a little a personal topic for me because, you know, my grandson is very special and they're all special, you know. They're all in their own little world and um, trying to explore. And sometimes, you know, adults, they can get very impatient. And that's why parenting therapy is very important, even for grandmothers, right? Because it's like we don't, we don't fully understand, but we know what's going on. So those therapy, they give you techniques and, and, and tips on how to handle certain situations. It has become repetitive for me, and I've, I've, I've also found ways of, he's very close to me, you know, and I've found ways of dealing and communicating with him so he understands that, okay, you know, you did something wrong, and um, talking to him and, and giving him time out, right? So leave us your comments as well. We would love to hear from you. It's also good to have a good uh, relationship with the teachers and the therapists. Um, it's, uh, that plays a big role. Teachers, they need the support as well from the parents. Kids with ADHD and ODD or they are autistic, which, you know, they don't, they're, they're nonverbal and all that, they're all special in their own way. And it takes um, a lot of hard work and patience and love, you know, to be able to handle. Some are more than some, you know, and it can be very, very, very stressful, tiring and challenging. And so support. Um, teachers or um, counselors or therapists is very important as well as the relationship between the parents and the counselor or therapist. One of the other important things that I just want to point out is the diet. It's so important to have them on a proper diet, healthy diet. Now, uh, my son transitioned um, uh, my grandson into he's gluten free. He doesn't give him a lot of stuff with a lot of sugar in it, right? And um, he's really a lot of fruits. He juices his fruits and everything. He loves salad. He would eat salad every day, all day. That's how much he loves salad. So lots of vegetables, um, white flour. He cut. He cut that out. You know, um, all these cereal with so much synthetic sugars in it, he cut down on that. It's just the gluten-free cereal. The oats milk or the almond milk is what he buys. Because I, 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 we, we talked and, and I explained certain things to him when it comes to the diet. Now, if you all have been with me this podcast, on our podcast and listened to um, our episodes, you know I'm big on diet, right? 
on eating healthy. So that's one of the things. The sugar and all the, the McDonald's and, you know, the candy, you know, the, all those fast foods and everything like that. All that is, is a big no-no. So that's one thing we, we, uh, we looked at. And also a naturopathic um, doctor. You know, you learn as you go through the journey of, of, of it, you know, with what they need to, what you're working with, with your son or your, your grandchild. Um, and, and every step, you take something from it, right? So, um, you know, it's something that you keep learning. You keep learning um, every day. I know my son gets a lot of phone calls from the school and from the daycare. Some of it, it's some of it sometimes like they can handle it. But I just think that at times, and if you have a child that, that, uh, that has this diagnosis, you will know that sometimes they can be a slightly, a little bit petty because with all due honesty and reality, you know, teachers do get tired too. Right. So when he starts that behavior of being so defiant and distemper and everything, what can you do more than to call? So sometimes my son, he'll get some frequent, like he'll just arrive at work within an hour. He's getting a call or in the middle of the day. And there are times when he doesn't really get any. And there are times when like the two, three times for the week, he's getting a call to pick him up because he just, he won't stop. Right? So. You know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not fun, <laughs> but it's something that can be controlled and, um, and follow on a steady routine, you know, for all the mothers out there, I'm sure you know this, you know, it's okay to feel a little frustrated. We're only human, right? And this is your child and you're the one that's dealing with it. So it's okay. But it is also important for you to take a little me time too, right? To regroup and recharge. You know, and I tell my son that all the time as well. And I'm telling you, I'm giving you the same advice, right? Um, some of you might be both parent household and some may be one parent household. Regardless of the situation, you've got to take that time to breathe. You know, if you have a family member or a close friend, it's even for one hour to yourself because it's not an easy, it's not an easy thing. It's not. So um, the other thing that my grandson has um, are the seizures. So the seizures is coming from his brain. And um, I think he had it, the first one was at about eight, nine months old. And um, they said it's, it's coming from his brain. So at times he, he would get them, you know, like, for example, if, if he wakes up, and you open the window with this bright sunlight, that triggers it, you know? So he takes his medication for that. Um, thank God it's not as frequent. When he was younger, he had it more frequent. But now that he's older, he, he doesn't have it as frequent as he, he did when he was younger, right? Um, if he becomes overly, like if something happened at school and he was so upset and everything, Maybe the following day, or he feels stress because they're they're little. They do feel that stress. He'll he'll get a seizure, or sometimes just out of the blue, he'll get a seizure. Um, I remember one morning he came to spend the weekend, and uh, he was still sleeping, and 
I let him sleep with me in my bed because I'm just, I have to watch him through the night. And uh, I went downstairs to start making breakfast. This was around maybe 9.30, 10. And I know he was still sleeping, but I wanted to get everything ready. And I heard him, um, like he, he was screaming out like Nana, but he just screamed out. So I thought maybe he's having a dream or something. So I ran upstairs and he was having a seizure. And I thought I was going to faint. Can you imagine him having a seizure and me fainting? And my daughter came in right away because I started to scream and I started to cry because that was my first experience watching him going through the seizure. And I remember what my son told me to do if he should have one, right? Sometimes when he's sleeping and he's waking up on his sleep and he gets up too fast, that can trigger it as well. So I'm, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, but I'm bawling my eyes out. You know, and of course I call the parents and everything and I'm bawling and then mom starts crying on the phone because I've never really experienced it. My son, he's just, okay, mom, yeah. Okay, yeah, you have him on his left side, yep. Yeah. All right, mom, just make sure he's not biting down on his tongue and all these things. So it's not a nice thing to see. It really is not a nice thing to see. I've never experienced that. So now that I've experienced it, you know, seeing it again, it's, I won't be as, I've, he's, I, it happened already again. And I was, I was calmer <laughs> in a sense. So we go through battles with our children. There's many parents out there that is going through the same thing. And there's other parents that's going through something similar or something more intense with their children, you know, and, um, I lift my hats off to you. All you parents that has a child with autism or ADHD, you know, seizures, you know, ODD, I lift my hat off to you because it's not an easy road. And, um, you know, you deserve an applaud for that. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, depending on your, your therapist or your doctor, you can get further, um, further uh, therapy for your, for your children or your child you know, in terms of trying to treat ADHD or the ODD and even seizures. So thanks again for sitting with me tonight and, and listening to my experiences. And I hope you can share some of yours with us, right? Um, as I said, I lift my hats off to all you mothers and fathers out there who has a child that has these um, disorders. Okay. So Thank you for joining me here and on Be Real With Lab podcast. You can follow us on Instagram. We're also on Facebook at Be Real With Lab podcast. We're also on Spotify and Apple and Google podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's so important to praise them for the right behavior, not only when they do something wrong, because ODD and ADHD makes it harder for kids to develop the skills that they need to grow. I wrote something, um, and this was uh, um, geared to my, my grandson, and it reads, um, it's called My Special One. And uh, it says, I wrote, do you have a child with special needs? Do you have a child with autism? Do you have a child with behavioral needs? Do you have a child with ODD or ADHD? If you are a parent or grandparent, you know how special they are. Stop for a moment and think about this. You actually learn from them with your challenges. 
We as adults are curious about things we don't know how to figure out at times. So appreciate them, love them, and share their world with unconditional love, patience, and attention. And I adore my grandson. So this was just a little poetry that I wrote. And this is for all kids that has this disorder. So again, thank you for joining me tonight. And have yourself a wonderful week, guys. Much love.